Hey, what's going on, family? It's your boy, A-Double, and thank you for tuning in to this bonus pod. Unfortunately, I do not have the Summer Jam screen. The audio was corrupted. It was about an hour and a half worth of audio. Uh, It was a total of about four-hour show. Um, I did manage to save... selling hope like dope and uh not all heroes wear capes so you'll just have a couple of bonus pods i'm trying to work on recovering the other audio uh but enjoy this um this took place right before the events of the uh, white supremacist rally so just keep that in mind uh there's some very colorful language on here um but other than that enjoy the show i love y'all one mic check mic check where the is my check you're now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. All right, thank you, Tyrone Biggums, for that wonderful intro. Yeah, so so we in selling hope like dope, and the fitting thing name about this, we're going to talk about the opioid epidemic. Uh, white folks are dying in high numbers from prescription pain kill uh, pills kills. That's what they are, pain kills. But uh, hey, pain pills, heroin, and fentanyl, and the courts, you know. They're giving these uh, people the option of going to recovery or going to jail, but they wasn't that lenient in the crack era. So we're going to start with you, Prime. What are your thoughts on this opioid epidemic? I mean, is there any sympathy on your end? And how do you think the states are handling this in the right way? In the words of, who was it? Was that, was that, was that Greenspan or who was the one that said, uh, well, <laughs> Jacob Rothschild. Jacob Rothschild. Well, well. I mean, shit. Inside joke. Yeah. You see that interview? No, I didn't see that. I'm going to show it to you, man. Okay. The whole whole thing about it is is that this shit's been a fucking problem. It's been a problem for a long time. Man, the crack epidemic came around. That shit was fucked up. Motherfucking Mm -hmm. countless numbers of black people died in the streets. Mm -hmm. Over corners, over blocks, over a drug because they made it something that was affordable. Yeah, but at the same time, they made it something that was that could make money for everybody. Yeah, so you had niggas fighting and killing each other over real estate, basically. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? For a crack epidemic. Now, all of a sudden, you got fucking all this other shit. Math, fucking pills, fucking coke is is building itself back up. It might as well be the fucking '70s again. You know what I'm saying? Wow, <laughs> like the real shit. And, yeah, because I'm gonna keep it real. There was a day when Coke was looked down upon. You know what I mean? It was yep. it was like one of them things where it was like, oh, oh, I don't know, we cool on that shit. Then you know what I'm saying? That shit that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I always been cool, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, apparently for some people, <laughs> but and shit. But you know what I mean? But the thing about it is though, it's like just all this shit is going on now. You want to see them. They just want to try to regulate things. Oh, we got to regulate these, you know, pain pills. Well, first of all, it's these pharmaceutical companies that's putting all this shit out here. 
Where the fuck you think they're getting all this cocaine from? Where the fuck you think they're getting all this, this methadone and fentanyl and all this fucking shit? Where do you think it's coming from? It, it ain't coming from motherfucking here. We ain't putting that mm. shit out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all of a sudden, now they want to, hey, let's try to regulate this because it was a monster that got out of hand. Hey, let's bring this shit over here. Let's try to make some money. Let's try to make some shit happen. Let's try to capitalize off the, the base population. Now, oh, shit, we killing a little bit too many of them. And uh, there's too many people that look like us that started getting into the hospital and overdose and die. So we got to try to regulate this a little bit. They're kind of going to get the plan. It was give them all crack and arrest them all. Now it's, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's how I look at it. I mean, we know it's fucked up. The shit's wrong. Even when the whole meth epidemic and shit started, you yeah. know, hey, we gotta stop uh, selling Benadryl and fucking, you know, Sudafed in the fucking pharmacies. Yeah. But shit, when the fucking crack epidemic was going on, do you think they stopped selling baking soda, motherfucker? Not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what's uh, crazy about you talking about Sudafed and uh, and uh, the other allergy meds that had the uh, the uh, what's the key ingredient uh, to that uh, shit? Pseudoephedrine. Yeah, pseudoephedrine. Uh, when I used to work at Target down there on Saddle Creek out of high school, man. Uh, people would be stealing Sudafed by the uh, cases, man. Like he would put it up on the shelf, and the shit would just be gone within an hour. And yeah. we would always catch some greasy ass white dude with greasy ass hair, just you know, craters in his face from you know scratching and shit Smoking like that. Meth. Yeah, this was before they started, you know, selling it behind the uh, the damn. Um, the uh, the, uh, the, the, the the yeah the the those, pharmacy those the pioneer method yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, man, that, we, was, that was the Lewis and Clark method exactly and we we didn't have to worry about people stealing CDs or like PlayStation Two games and shit like that or uh, Xbox games it was Sudafed that's what was the main thing and uh, Benadryl and shit like that that still had the Sudafed you know the the ephedrine in it. And uh, that was that was just the craziest shit to see that because I was like, these people look like crackheads. I didn't really understand it because I'm back here, what, 18, 19 years old. Right, and I'm right. just like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they still in this shit? And then I learned about rolling meth uh, labs and shit like that, which is crazy. But my thing is with this whole epidemic. So I misspoke when we were talking when the mics were off. Um, so uh, President Trump, uh, the Cheeto in chief, the uh, uh, orange Julius Caesar, he yeah. basically has a special commission he created in March to combat this because white folks are dying in crazy amounts out on on the East Coast, specifically mm. in like Virginia, right? Yeah. So I said every three days. It's actually every three weeks. So they oh, say wow. approximately 142 Americans are dying every day. So with that, if you average that every three weeks, that's they said that's a death toll equal to September 11th every three weeks. Oh wow. Yeah. So 142 Americans just dying just every 21 days. That is crazy as cat shit. So you look at that. That's almost 3,000 people dying in less right. than a month off of ODing. And what what we don't talk about, everybody White talk about that, is heroin. Everybody keeps talking about that, but nobody is talking about these uh, you know these soccer moms and shit being addicted to these damn pain prescription pills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so Bogart, talk to me about your thoughts on this epidemic and just the disparity between how the government is treating crack versus this opioid epidemic. Yeah, definitely. Well, first off, uh, my opinion on the situation is uh, crack was introduced purposely into the black community. You know, um, they would deliver it just like guns. They would drop it off 
in the neighborhoods of impoverished blacks or exactly. Hispanics or people of color. So it was a purposely made drug designed to keep the black man down. So now they didn't got a, a hair of the dog that bit them last night. Yep. You know, where now you guys are legalized and you guys have monetized and you guys have put regulations and you didn't did everything you thought you could do as a good parent to make these opiates and these prescription pills legal. Mm-hmm. And no matter how hard you try, you still have things like pill mills that have popped up. Mm-hmm. You still have things like faulty doctors or, or sketchy doctors exactly. writing these prescriptions every month. And you still created a, 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 a pool of blood. You still created a petri dish of addicts mm-hmm. who would like to get high. Yeah. But instead of them, you already didn't scare them so fast where they don't want crack, meth, or the other. But now they have a legal way to get high. Mm-hmm. And there is a legal loophole for them to get high. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like King Payne just said, man. Prime just said it. The MDs are the new dope boys. And them are facts. And you made it legal for white people or, or people of non-color to be just as grimy uh, people of color but without the title you know so to me you know I, I think it's, it's it's just the same thing though and, and and like I said though the you heard me praising the good old white folk earlier now <laughs> I'm about to talk about the bad white folk that already that made it bad yeah. for the Negro. So it took them good white folk to get the Negro out of that struggle and that they were at. Now let's talk about the let's go on the other end of that spectrum and talk about the black bad white folk that put them there. You know what I mean? So it was never a thought process or a care for the system, the quote unquote system, to care about why black folks got it hard. Why? Or they locking black folks up because they never gave a fuck exactly. of why they blocking black folks up because it wasn't their kind. It wasn't their people. Now that it's affecting their own, now that has opened up a whole new sympa- sympathetic portal in their brain to be observant to what's happening to their own kind. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Absolutely. And so they, that's what they're now they're thinking about. It. Before they never gave a fuck about us niggas. They thought us. They thought about us as secondhand citizens. They go. You know what I mean? So oh yeah, they crack. Put those niggas in jail. They go learn. Mm-hmm. It's like my brother came over to my house today, and I put my cat in the kennel. Or it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. My cat don't listen to me. I I, I stick him in the kennel, mm-hmm. and I joke, hey, you in you in jail now. Or my dog pissed the shit on the floor, I stick him in the kennel. Yeah. You go learn. Mm-hmm. But I would not do that with my son. Yeah. I would teach my son. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you don't pee on piss on yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to beat him for that. I'm going to take him to the toilet. I'm going to show him how to do it. This is how you do it, son. Yeah. And this is how, now this is how the white folks are reacting to their own kind Absolutely. becoming addicts and things like that. Now they're like, well, 
Now, as our people, we're going to give you the option of going to jail or you're going to go to a treatment process center. You know what I mean? But with our kind, they did not care. Exactly. So so, so that's my opinion on it. They don't understand that the issues that are happening in the world right now, yeah, we know we know a lot of it has to do with race and color and things of those natures. But at the same <laughs> But at the same time But at the same time that though it also has to do with with social status as well. It's see these less prominent white folks are starting to experience what the less prominent niggas have been experienced for the last hundreds and some years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I seen something the other day. I'm walking out the house, and as I'm walking out the house on the news, it's showing what was the world news tonight. You know, uh-huh. uh, the family was held at gunpoint in a car by police for seven minutes for no reason, and it was like a white couple. Mm. And this is on world news tonight. Well, shit, niggas get shot every day by every police. Every day. Baby. We get that done every get day. day you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, what the fuck? Like, oh, this is world news tonight now. A, a white family got held up by the police. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking club, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bad thing that, that we have to deal with. But the truth is, is that this is what the fuck we've been dealing with for a very long time now. Mm-hmm. And then now y'all sitting there reaping the fucking, the, 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 Repercussions of what y'all been implementing, yeah, for the last 50, 60, 75 fucking years, yeah, just in the system of how the country works. What happened, what happened with that brother that shot that white girl? Oh, oh the no. uh, the cop from Minnesota, yeah, there's, there's nothing, nothing has happened yet. We yeah. haven't heard anything, oh, he so, feared for his life, yeah, though, yeah, because you, you know, it was uh, it was crazy not to cut you off, Brian, but uh. They, there was more details released about the story and so the, so we all heard that the story this woman called the cops she thought somebody was being sexually assaulted in an alley or something like that yeah. and uh, somebody uh, smacked the cop car that's why he opened fire oh, wow. yeah so they think that she hit the car or something and he just let off rounds out the thing like oh shit we being attacked or some shit like yeah. that and so uh, you know with this opioid epidemic, he might have thought it was a meth head coming up on him or something like that at the middle of the night. You know, definitely, I agree with that. So who knows what? I would have thought it was a meth head. Yeah, you know, so somebody smacking a police cruiser. You know, you fuck you out here that dead at night. You know, you you can't be doing shit like that. In a back alley. Yeah, exactly. In an alleyway. It's already been established that somebody is getting attacked. Exactly, exactly. So you responding to a call. Where you think somebody's being attacked, and then you hear a loud noise bang, banging up against your thing. I don't think I don't agree. You should be out. You're just letting out rounds yeah, like that because you. Shit, that nigga was scary. Yeah, exact, exactly, exactly. It's the same. The motherfucker that shot Orlando. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's well, I'm gonna speak on it. Yeah, and what's crazy about that? He was scared uh, for his life. Exactly. Yeah. So we got these pussy ass cops out here scared for their life, and the reason a lot of these guys join the force is because they've they been are bullied. Pussies, yeah, yeah, they've been bullied all their life, and they're like, okay, well, it's time for me to take my manhood back and their manhood is connected to that badge and to the gun you know what i'm saying that's all it is it's like dr uh welsing said in uh, the isis papers you know the gun is the great equalizer you know what i'm saying so you look at the black man and uh, the power of the penis and it says that you know so it's genetic annihilation of the white race but then you create the gun you know, and then that's the the great equalizer for the white man because the white man, you know, racist white men believe that, you know, genetic annihilation, you know, comes through the penis or through the vagina because if a white man sleep with a black woman, he's still going to get a black child. Black you 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then vice versa, black man, white woman, you hit a black child. So then you have the, the gun is the great equalizer because like Malcolm X said in the ballad of the bullet, you know, you can't the white man can't go into the jungles, you know what I'm saying, trying to bang with a native African or an Asian because they know the lay of the land and all they need is a knife, but you up here need these big ass weapons and shit like that. But that's how it's the great equalizer and that's what you see a lot of times with the police force. Right. And what's crazy going back to this opioid epidemic is to see how these judges are given these uh, offenders the option of going to a treatment plant. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just throwing them in jail, yeah, they, they sympathize with their own. Exactly, and that's that's what's fucked up. And that's when we talk yeah, about this yeah, system yeah. of white supremacy and how it benefits white folks. This is a white privilege Which right y'all, here. Y'all remember the Rockefeller laws? Yeah, the Rockefeller laws. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then you look at the RICO laws too. On top of that, right. you know what I'm saying? They're trying to hit me with the RICO. Exactly. So they're trying to hit you with conspiracy and things like that. If somebody, uh, the example I always give is if you on the block, you wearing blue, and then. You know, you got on your Golden State Warrior Steph Curry jersey, right? So you out here fronting, you know, thinking you the shit because they just won the title and shit. But then some Crips down the street, they done just smoked somebody. And then you stay on the same block because, you know, hey, it's just the same block where you live at. You know what I'm saying? Just being, you know, how it is with redlining and shit like that. And so they don't know who killed this person. They just knew it was a Crip because somebody snitched. was like, hey, I think it was them Crip niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, wearing blue. And then all of a sudden, they round all y'all up because, you know, they do a sweep and they see you on the block in your little Steph Curry outfit trying to be cute. They're yeah. like, get your black ass in here too. So bye, now bye, you bye. facing yeah. conspiracy and you ain't got no alibi or nothing. Mm-hmm. So you getting hit with the Rico too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's so fucked up about these I laws. Said, man, I said, I'm trying to focus on me and get myself together. Exactly. Get the, the, my, my closest circle together. Mm-hmm. If I could do that, if I could get some power, some money together, yeah. I can outsource that. Exactly. Then I exactly. can reach those around. You can me. reach back and offer jobs and start helping yeah. rebuild the community. Build a but, community. but what we need to really start do because it starts with home. So with you just being a new father and things like that, you know what I'm saying? It just starts with home. You know, introducing you know your morals and your values to your seed. Exactly. And social engineering him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To be a part of the system. Maybe he he should be a lawyer. He should be a judge instead of a rapper or an actor. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Or something like that. Exactly. So he because we need more people that look like us inside the system. Yeah. One thing so my mom used to system. always tell me too. Yeah. I, I always used to say, "Use my little lawyer." You yeah, know what I mean, you yeah. always so smart to yeah make a valid point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it has to be a situation where we have to start social engineering our seeds yeah. to right. be a part of the system. You know what I'm saying? That's even right. if they We're do like have super to. Soldiers, yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah, and even if they do become a cop or something like that, it's just like you, you gotta protect to... your own. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely. You have to be within definitely. the system to work against the system. You know what I'm saying? So, but this opioid epidemic is crazy i don't like to see people dying like this but you know it's kind of hard for me to have this warm big heart when i know that there's people just shifting over to the weed business i seen on twitter today there was a guy who's trying to sell like uh elite kind of marijuana and it's like the high end and this is a nerdy ass white dude and i'm like right now there's a brother that's facing you know is serving seven to ten years years, you know what i'm saying just for having you know half a half a zip you know what i'm saying exactly you know because he got locked up you know in the early 2000s or some shit like this and then you got these fucking geeks and then you got a situation where there's a lot of uh women 
white women jumping off in this uh, this game too. You know, especially out in Colorado and things of that sort. So it's hard for me to be, you know, empathetic to these uh, to these rednecks and these poor white folks dying off from this opioid epidemic, this heroin epidemic. When I've been seeing so many of my people mm. criminalized and things like that, but you don't want to be that spiteful ass, hateful person. You know what I'm you saying? Don't, so but, you, but some, but go ahead. It, it's just kind of like you said. It, it, it's just it is what it is, mm-hmm. and, and that's what they say. They they trying to knock down the doors of racism. Yeah. But the facts of the matter is that racism does exist. It does absolutely. White absolutely. folks are racist to blacks, and blacks are exactly. racist to whites. Exactly. And so it's the same It's the same thing So yeah. like I said Black folks only been in, in, in slavery For the last Six, seven hundred years mm-hmm. Before that Black folks had white folks In slavery yeah. For a thousand years And then before that It was black against black slavery mm-hmm. So the, ty- the tables have always turned Yeah But For me now Nowadays It's just like You know um, It just You always want to take care of your own Mm-hmm. You know, so 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 those people, they they don't care about our struggle. They don't care about where we came from and what we're doing. You know, and vice versa, though. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like a lot of black people think all white folk are privileged. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's still that same high group of. Well, you're of, just gonna have to unpack that real quick because I yeah I need you to unpack that for yeah, me yeah. as far as. How are all not white people not privileged? They unpack that for me, like yeah, definitely. I, I was I was just about to give an example. Okay, okay. Um, now my example of that, I was just speaking with my uh, neighbors today. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm the only black guy in my neighborhood. Uh huh. You know, in a in a in a three block radius. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm the only black guy around. Yeah, period. In a little suburb. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they love me. Mm-hmm. And why me doing the deep deconstruction? of it now mm-hmm. is that uh, I was talking to him today and I'm like yeah man um, I'm talking to him and I'm like we're, we're talking about money and I actually was giving them the example of the same story I was telling you guys earlier about the million versus the three million and yeah. why uh-huh. and um, you know and gave an example of like yeah me I'm, I'm, me, I'm making about 40k a year right now uh-huh. and um, if I were to make a million dollars it would take me 25 years just to make $1 million, mm-hmm. uh, making 40000 a year. Yeah. And some people are making millions of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So I would just let me know how low I am on the totem pole, but not all the way at the bottom, but I'm down there pretty low. Yeah. If it's going to take me 25 years just to make $1 million, $40,000 times 25 equals $1 million. Yeah. So... I'm talking to them like that, and you know, a couple of them got retired. Well, my my one neighbor to my left say, "Well, hell," he said, "I'm only making about, you know, twenty thousand a year." Why is that though? Oh, he old and retired. Uh-huh. And then the other what guy. What did he do my, before he was retired though? Just an oh normal regular job. He okay. he 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 was he was in the military. Okay. He's okay. a vet. He's a Vietnam vet. And let me tell you this though. So with him being retired and being a Vietnam vet. So how old is he? Probably in his 60s, 70s, something About like 60. that? About 60. He's 70. He's okay. 70. Yeah, so, so, so if he's in his 70s, he benefited from that GI Bill, and that's what got him that house. So black soldiers fighting side by side for him. When they came home, they had to deal with racism, and they they didn't even, they weren't even qualified for the GI Bill. And even if they were, they were redlined to, you know, afford some poor-ass house. So that's white privilege right there. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then just for him easy, being retired, making... 
$20,000 a year, I mean, that's just going to show just him off the military. That shows his privilege right there because how many of our black soldiers, you know, who came home from that Vietnam War, you know what I'm saying, or World War II, you know, if there's still some out there, how much are they making off of a pension and how hard did they have to fight for that? He didn't have to fight for hard for that shit. You see what I'm saying? I, so that's I, I the agree, way, I agree that's with the way that. White privilege is going to come in. Yeah, I agree with it, but I mean, that, I mean, do you agree with that? That there are levels of white privilege? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Hell yeah, yeah. So, but so with him though, I play black. His level may be like at twenty five percent of yeah. white privilege. Yeah. Because but my next example, there, like I said, I was talking there. to two yeah. of my levels, uh-huh. and I agree, it yeah. is, it is. But it's not as. Bro, it's not necessarily saying white privilege isn't just saying all all white people are going to be rich or all white people are going to have this stuff. That white privilege is that prestige is that saying that. No, they got just that little bit, uh, little split air up. Yeah, 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 definitely. I recognize that. To get something, that's what it is. So yes, every one of them does. Yeah, I believe not necessarily. Whether they recognize it or not, that's the difference. But the fact is, it's out here. Yeah, not everyone. I think you're looking at it like, like, like the like the system, the government, whatever is just handing white folks shit. And that was the case back in the 50s before the civil rights movement you know what i'm saying that's what maga means make america great again is pre-civil rights era when uh some of these right wingers talk about we need smaller government and shit like that what they mean is less benefits being handed out to these niggers these brown niggers these sand niggers and shit like that and these uh the immigrants because back then in the 40s and the 50s you had things like the highway act creating a bunch of jobs you had the uh the white flight taking place when these white folks was moving out of communities because you had these new suburbs being built so you had all these government grants getting handed out to these construction companies that was hiring white folks to build these houses and then uh you had the gi bill being introduced you know so you come home from ward and it's like okay here here's education here's housing and here's a for the housing here's a home home loan is very low interest rate you know what i'm saying but when we look at privilege now white privilege looks at you know me walking down the street with a hoodie on being stopped by the cops i could be killed a white man walking down the street in the same hoodie cops ain't even gonna stop him that's what the yeah, privilege yeah. I, looks I, like i, I understand that yeah. i understand that but you know like but the yeah second, but there are different levels though. but but to continue my story yeah my other neighbor mm-hmm None of those same privileges. And he's okay. white as well. Okay. He's a security guard at Wells Fargo Bank. Uh-huh. He works a regular-ass job. Yeah. And I make more more than him as well. Uh-huh. Him and his wife put together. Yeah. He's not retired. Uh-huh. He works part-time. He makes about 16. Well, I don't make more than both of them put together because his wife brought in about 35. Yeah. He brought in about but 16. But you close. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they're, they're two... Two-person income household, mm-hmm. but he's still just on the bottom level of the totem pole because but he I'll, just never. But I'll, but I'll tell you this: both of y'all walk in the bank and ask for a loan and see who get it. That's white privilege. You I will get it. I will get it over him. Uh, my credit's better than him. Uh, seriously though. <laughs> seriously though. Yeah. Serious though. The fact is, like you said, you're the only first black person in the neighborhood. I see that I know what's going on around there. Yeah. Now. All it's gonna take, all it, well, I ain't gonna say all it's gonna take because I wouldn't wish it like you know fame or nothing. Right? It's all yeah. about the, the but, credit nowadays. But at the same time, all it would take for your whole demeanor in that neighborhood to change is for one of them white folks to say they don't like you. Just one. 
doubt it. Just one. I'll tell y'all what this conversation reminds me of right now. Yeah. Your One of your first questions when you said, with black folks having to talk mm-hmm. with your younger people, yeah. does that make them feel inferior? Having an inferiority complex. Yeah. In- inferiority yeah. complex. And that's what I feel about this convo right now. Yeah. That it seemed like So that. us pointing out. White person. Yeah. 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 It's not I mean, about, my it's not opinion. About making, and, and it's okay. My so, opinion. And it's your opinion. So we're we're having a conversation. So with that being said, is it's not about us pointing out an inferiority complex or trying to create. Let me let me finish. Because you you said you feel it a certain type of way. So I'm trying to tell you how I know I'm coming at it. I I probably feel that doubles coming at it the same way. We not sitting here trying to create an inferiority complex. It has nothing to do with saying that white people got all this stuff and have mm-hmm. all this, you know, money and power, which, uh, yes, sir, there's a lot of them that do. What we are saying is that just automatically, we just know it's the basis of it. Mm-hmm. There is a prestige underneath it. There is a underlying, like, transparency that we know that's there. That's understood. And that's it. Well. Yeah. And well, well, and that's 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 the only point. Next level. Right. So so ne- next next topic. So put it, we're going to put it in this way. So with white privilege for me, how I look at it is is on the same page as Prime. What I'm saying is the American dream works for every single one of your white neighbors, right? It doesn't work for us. Like we say, we have to work twice as hard to get where we're at. How hard do you think the security guard would have to work to get to that 40k a year? You see what I'm saying? He wouldn't have to. I feel like if you're a white man in America and you out here living below the poverty line, you fucked up in the game. You just lazy as fuck because the system is rigged for you to win. Now, white women, I can see that because there's still sexism. They still have to deal with that, right? But even still, though, they still got that yeah. leg up over me. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm just I, saying, I, agree. I can kind of see the argument there, but with a white man, if you're not mentally disabled or handicapped, yeah. you should be it's out here fault. thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely And that's why you got a Negro because, like me doing better than Exactly, him. exactly. And that's the situation. That's what I'm talking about with white privilege. The, the American dream works for them the way that they taught us in school. It works exactly that way. With and us, it works for always, us if we're smart enough. If, if we're yeah. smart enough, but we gotta we gotta work twice gotta as hard. To educate, we, we gotta educate, baby. That shit. You gotta I, educate that I mean, shit. I yeah, a, I can say straight up right now. I run a business right now. Yeah, that's just hard as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna just keep it real. Running a fucking business is hard as fuck when you ain't got shit. Yeah, you know absolutely, what I mean? absolutely. I, I built this shit from the ground up, man. Yeah, it took me years to get all of the equipment that I have. Yeah, just to have the fucking studio that I had. Yeah, and I got lucky. I got lucky. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of the circumstances behind me even having the studio was unfortunate. It yeah. cost me some of my family. Yeah, it cost me relationships with people to have this shit. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just like, hey, let me go get a loan and. And, and get a building and get this equipment and bam, let's make it work like that. No, mm-hmm. you could I, have you could have done it that way if you yeah, were taught right. Yes, if I was taught right. Education. And that's the thing about it. But shit, who who the fuck was gonna teach me? I had to teach myself. Exactly. And that's the that's the basis of it. And that's what it boils down to. Because no matter yeah, what, exactly, somebody's always gonna teach them that shit. Yeah. No matter what. Then when you come in and teach your next seed. Well, yeah, we know that, but yeah. It starts with us, yeah, absolutely. It does start with us, and you know what I'm saying, and that's that's the basis of it. But they already know it automatically. It's like just an instinct. Mm-hmm. They know, all right. I know I can do this. Yeah, I know I can do that. 
Some not an instinct. They were taught it. They were taught. But yeah, yeah that's but, but that's another thing of white privilege is that 400 year head start. That they 400 had, year head you know start. I saying? agree with that. Yeah, and so what, what Prime is saying is it starts with me. I got to teach myself and now I got to teach my seed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of how to run a business, how to run a successful that's why studio. I said I got keep time to worry money. about what nobody else doing on yeah. the outside. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it starts at home and then it grows outward. You know what there I'm saying? A lot of times we have to start thinking about ownership and developing things for ourselves yeah. and building industries for our people. Because the first thing that, that black folks do, unfortunately, is when we get something, oh, my, my, my. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It ain't about. It, it, it's supposed to be, all right, I got this. How do I make this progress in order to pass this down to my Absolutely. Season? So when they get it, they know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it niggas want a million dollars. Oh, shit. And yeah. they go blow the shit. Exactly. You get a little bit of money. Shit, $25,000, man. Shit, if I want $25,000 right now, you, I would have a fucking million in the less than a year. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, but it's... it's, it, it's go on, my bad. Go, go ahead, Yeah, but what I'm saying in this situation is... You know, we have to just you saying that, you know, nobody it's all that that me, me, me type of shit. I remember back when we was, you know, killing shit on these uh, on these, you know, doing all the chitlin circuit, as I call it, all these shows and shit like that. And uh, so back between 09 and 012 and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? From well before that, even before that, up to 012. Uh, 2012 I remember in 2011 I was hitting people up who did videos here in the city to try to see you know what kind of camera do I need to start shooting our own videos none of them niggas hit me back none of them niggas hit me back because it yeah it is it's a fear of competition you know but competition should make you better and stronger you know what i'm saying and it'll you know bring more people into the city to get videos directed and i remember just being like damn i'm just sending out emails i'm sending out tweets and then this is when Facebook introduced when you could, you know, read a message and shit like that. And I seen it. They saw the message. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, I want to start shooting videos for my squad and things like that. What kind of camera do I use? What kind of editing software? Niggas ain't hit me back for shit. And it's just it's that mentality. Just that. No, me. I'm, I'm, I'm the special Negro. But you don't realize if you educate your brother or your sister, you build in a stronger community. And we have too much individualism going on right now. That's all I wanted to say, yeah, though. Real shit, man. Yeah. That's, that's what it is, man. It's, it's, it's that whole cliche saying, but it's, it's not cliche. It's each one teach one, man. Mm-hmm. And we, the only way we're going to win is if we pass something down. Yeah. That's, that's just it. You know, unfortunately, what I see mostly in the black community is that there is nothing being passed down. You know what I mean? Like, when you look at these these white folks out here, when they, they'll go and they'll work their ass off and they will buy a house. Yeah. And then when it's time, they'll write and they will. This house goes to little Johnny when exactly. I pass away. Exactly. And then they and that's there. They they created some equity. They they uh-huh. have assets. Exactly. You know what I mean? And they're passing something to their seed. So they, they see just ain't out here stuck in the wind. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We don't do that shit if someone so die. We 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 doing fucking spaghetti dinners and fish fries. Just to make sure they yeah. got a service yeah, to pay for a funeral. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, it, and, and it's like, come on now, because we gotta stop thinking in that aspect of what can I do for me and what can I do for my legacy. It's your legacy that's gonna matter. Bingo. Like boys say all the time, a hundred years from now it ain't gonna matter, but my legacy will matter a hundred years Definitely. from now. Definitely. That's why, like my my life insurance policy is in my baby mama's name. My um, you know, until my son get a birth certificate or, yeah. or, or, or 
for uh, his uh, social security number. My um, 401k is in my brother's name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm passing it on to my family. The little bit that I did start already, already. But like Dr. Jane Elliott said on uh, the Oprah Winfrey show, and she's on quite a few other shows. She's a mm-hmm. white lady who preaches history. Yeah. And she teaches about white supremacy and the effects of it has on our society. Man, she be having them white folks shook in them classes. Yeah, she do. She do. And so she says that people are just scared to shift power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That people are scared to give other people power yep. because they're they're feeling some like Kingpin was just saying they feel some type of way about it. You know, and uh, that's why I say. You know, it just like you said, each one teach one. Yeah. And that's why I say my philosophy on what I'm, I'm saying is it's not trying to sound like, you know, I hope it don't sound like on some me, me, me shit. Yeah. But, you know, if a nigga really woke, they will understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because you can't really worry about what else going on around you until you fix yourself. Absolutely. And then when you fix yourself and you become the total God in yourself that you're supposed to be, it's going to portray to those around you. Yeah. It's going to really move around. Yeah. Because you you do you and you get yourself together and you doing yourself 100%. Mm-hmm. Your actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And your actions are going to rub off on others. Yeah. And the actions of yourself rub off on others. Their actions going to rub off on others. Mm-hmm. And their actions going to rub off on others. Yeah. And so forth and so forth. Absolutely. And that's how you 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 fix your generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could talk to a nigga all day. Yeah. Oh, well, you should do this, you should do that, and you should do this in the third. Mm-hmm. But I'm still sitting here smoking weed and drinking drink all day yeah. and ain't doing a goddamn thing about it. Yeah. You know, I could talk all day. But action, like my daddy used to say, may he rest in peace. Watch me by my work. Yeah, exactly. Watch me by my walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could talk to you till I'm blue in the face. Uh-huh. But watch what I do. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And um and that's 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 what I live by. You yeah. know, I could talk all day. Yeah. But I'm gonna show you better than I can tell you. Absolutely. So I could talk about what's going on here, and I could talk about what's going on there, and I could put my brain power every which way it go. Mm-hmm. Instead of where it's at right here, because before I talk about anything else that's going on around me, yeah. I'm not set right now. Yeah. You feel me? I'm not owning my home. Yeah. I'm not owning my vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'm not making a million dollars. I'm not financially stable. Yeah. So how can I worry about what the next man doing over there when I ain't got my shit together? Yeah, you definitely have to take care of home first and I think what we're preaching now is you know a sense of community but community starts in the home that's right you know what I'm saying but you know we were talking about uh, these white folks ODing and things like that it has to you know we gotta bring it back full full circle you know we kind of got off on a tangent but people need to you know hear these three unique you know opinions on different things that's what's going on in America Um, it has to boil down to self accountability you know, and what what is driving these people to, you know, heroin, dog? That's one of the hardest drugs ever. You know what I'm saying? This Fair is right. like the Frank Lucas era. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Going yeah, back to yeah. the 70s. Oh, like, man, shit. Yeah. What you trying there? Oh, it's just a 
Exactly. Shit, this is one of the hardest pills. drugs ever. But then you, you know, what well, we we try to put the stigma on fentanyl and uh, heroin, but we're not talking about you know ODing off these prescription drugs and things like that. And I remember when I got in my car accident, the uh, my doctor was telling me, you know, when I banged up my knee, he was like, you know, we can't. There's no way that a doctor can measure physical pain. No way. You know what I'm saying? No way. That's why they have that goofy ass chart from one to ten with them faces and yeah. shit on it. And so people can go in there talking about, oh, I got back pain. You know, I need some more oxys and shit like that. And that's what's happening. And these these oxys and these prescription pills are so much powerful than what's out here on the street. And these people are right. ODing off yeah. that shit. Yeah. And it's what's funny about this is you got some mom in suburbia, you know, popping these oxys, and she up here, you know, talking about you know black folks or Mexicans on marijuana. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. She going yeah. through she going through, you know, two white two, privilege. Yeah, exact. Mm-hmm. Going through two bottles of pills, you know, every two weeks, you know what I'm saying? And she but got it's legal. Exact, well, but I mean, it's legal. That's the thing about it, man, because yeah, we it seemed as if we went on a tangent. Yeah. But all this shit is related, man. Exactly. It's Absolutely. All, it's Absolutely. all the same thing. It all Absolutely. boils down to the same point. Mm-hmm. Which is it, there's a divide and we treat it differently. Yeah. And they treat it, they're treated different. They look out for their own constantly, no matter what the fucking situation is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's almost like with them, when it comes down to them, it's like basically old yeller. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I'm sorry, old yeller, but I think I'm gonna have to take you to the woods and put you down. And put you down. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like they, we tried, mm-hmm. and that's that's why it gets that bad with them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You smoking this crack that our other people put out. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. can't go against. We know it's wrong that our other people put it out. Yeah. But we can't go against them, so we gonna put you down. Yeah, we gonna exactly. put you down, old yeller. Yeah, and so. that's what it is. Is 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 fucked up because they know they fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's basically they're jumping into the. They basically jumping into the snare that they created. Yeah. And so. They don't know they they, they created it. Yeah. But it's like a it's like a, a device that they don't know how to get the fuck out of. It's like mm-hmm. a noose that just keeps tightening every time you yeah. throw. So what I'm hearing from you, it sounds like it's karma. Yeah. That's that's what that's what Pretty it seems like. Much. It I seems like that. from the from you know, from the Reagan the first Bush and the Clinton era, it seems like karma is coming around tenfold because it's like heroin is just flooding the northeastern states. You yeah. know what I'm saying? These are states that, you know, people ain't working. You know, uh, the Cheeto in Chief was talking about how you going to bring these coal jobs back. Like, Cheeto in Chief. Yeah, it's 2017. And you talking about bringing coal jobs oh, back. Man. You know what I'm saying? Oh. People, people, like my wife's car is a Prius. It man, runs on lithium bot- now, batteries. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to bring back coal. Uh, like we still use it for, you know, like our lights and shit yeah. like that. But it, it's the craziest well, thing. Goes with the, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead, bro. No. Uh, that, that goes with, I just seen a story earlier. It was uh, Nightline or something like that. They were talking about certain states like Arizona, a couple of these like uh, desert type states mm-hmm. that these people they're focusing on solar power yeah and they're getting so much solar power from these panels on their houses mm-hmm. that is backing up and they able to sell it to their neighbors and shit wow and so here come the government coming in there the fuck you guys doing you can't do that yeah no, we created a monopoly on this shit you know yeah. we're digging in the ground for coal like, yeah. you know what I mean to make sure you guys got power yeah and you're, you're fucking getting your own power from the 
fucking suck. Yeah, yeah. And selling it? Yeah. <laughs> Who said you can do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because the basis is it's all about fucking money. Yeah. All about money. It's always about money. Too. Old power scared to let and, it go. And yeah. the thing is, is that we know there's a privilege out here. Mm-hmm. We know it's white privilege. We know whatever the fuck it is. That's yeah. that shit. But it, it ain't got nothing to do with that in the ultimate scheme of things. Mm-hmm. It's about motherfucking money. Exactly. It's all about fucking money. Right. Niggas and bitches. <laughs> right as a punk. It's about power, yeah. money. Power, yeah. and fucking money. Yeah. And there's some motherfuckers sitting at a fucking round table who probably got more money than God out mm-hmm. here running mm-hmm. this whole motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Hey, how do we get more money? Because when it comes to currency, you can control countries. Yeah. Plain and simple. It's motherfuckers out here taking lives with the edge of a fucking pen, bro. Exactly. All they got to do is sign a fucking paper. Yeah. And a million people can fucking die right now. Million. And so I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody behind this heroin epidemic. Hey. Yeah. You know, one of them. You know yeah, I believe it. But, you know, that's going so far. But to think about it, you know, we down here being petty with each other. You know, and I feel like the working poor, the working class, the middle class just needs to team up, yeah. and we really need to say this is enough. But they got us, they got mm-hmm. us broken up, man. Yeah, they have us mentally. That tribalism, exactly. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what it is. There's a there's a mental thought process that they implemented into us that we don't even realize. Mm-hmm. The thing is, just just like when you go to the fucking airport and they basically violate every fucking right you've ever been given exactly. by the United States Constitution. Thanks, George Bush Jr. <laughs> but you got to walk in there. They got you stripping down. They yeah. pat you down. They touching you inappropriately. All this shit. And then yeah. what do they say? Oh, we're just trying to make sure you're safe. Exactly. And then people are saying, oh, well, you know, we got to give up some of our rights if we want to be safe. Right? Exactly. Until next thing you know, when they got motherfucking black trucks and black suits and uh-huh. niggas in SWAT and yeah. militarized police outside your fucking house. Yeah. What you going to do? Exactly. It's too late. <laughs> we're just trying to make you safe. Exactly. Crazy. It's do? crazy. It's crazy. Like uh, every time that we travel, me and the wife fly somewhere. They always always have my uh, my uh, my USB mic, and they always take that out my carry on bag. Always. Oh, what are you using this for? What is this? I'm like, it's a fucking microphone. I'm, I'm yeah. a podcaster. <laughs> are, are, you, are you utilizing your, your Second Amendment? Yeah. It's just like, what are you using this for? I'm like, it's it's a microphone. Like, it's a fucking microphone. Exactly. Every time I get pulled out of the is that TSA right? line, that's yeah, your Second Amendment. Yeah. It's, they yeah. just. They, yeah, yeah, it's just one of them things. I'm just like, yeah, it's a microphone. Just, they, they just use excuses, man. Yeah, to control everything. Yeah, exactly. But you know what's so crazy though is uh, you know just going back because you know black folks we are so inclusive. We include everybody into everything, and we're so loving. Contrary to popular belief, right. was told in the academy, was told into the mainstream. You know, it's just trying to get these uh, poor whites on board with us. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, we all in here to together. We all in this together. As my nigga FaceTiming while we're recording live. I'm sorry. It's my little sister, man. I okay, it's all good. I never get to see her. I'm just letting her see, man. I'm uh, okay. in a rodeo session right now. It's all good. Adrian and my yeah. friend, double. Yeah, but I mean, but as far as this, this divisiveness later. that we have going on right now, it's just working into right. the plan right. of the global elites. You have these old fuckers that are still... You know, in power, don't want to relinquish power. So you have this divisiveness of us fighting, and they just standing there, just rubbing their hands. Man, just like, the way you yeah. said that shit right there, these old fuckers. Yeah, that's all it is. Every time I fucking look at the news, every time I look at anything political, CNN, MSNBC, and fucking, even what's her name, fucking Nancy Grace, all these motherfucking people, they never fucking old people. 
Yeah, all exactly. Them. They're all fucking old people. Oh money. They're What's old the, people? That's why they love that one little young chick so much. What's her little name? Uh, that Tammy Lawrence. Tammy. Yeah. 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 It's just but but just all these politicians, mm-hmm. all the people in power, all of them. They're all fucking old. Exactly. And they they they're stuck in their fucking ways, and they don't want to let it go. Yeah. So then they get people up under them, and they sit there and mold them into this little fucking evil genius clone. And then they yeah. try to get them to do what the fuck they want them to do. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't do what the fuck they want them to do, they, they fuck them up in the media, pass them off, and they try to find another one. Yep. Because they need somebody to keep their agenda alive. Yeah. What That's what we got to understand, just even being in this society nowadays. Eventually, these old motherfuckers is going to die off. Yeah. And somebody going to have to take their place, or this shit's honestly going to go into pure fucking chaos. Yeah. It's getting that time. Oh, oh, what, oh boy, who was it? Uh, McCain? Was it McCain that just got diagnosed with brain cancer? Yeah. The other day? Like yeah, yeah. Motherfucker got brain cancer. That, he, I'm not trying to be funny. You know what I mean? I wish that man could help. But. No, I don't. But that's the thing about it, man. Them, them niggas ain't got a lot of time left. They they don't. But so it's like almost like they're trying to fuck the world up before they leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's and that's what we have to be aware of. That they their agenda is to fuck this motherfucker up. Oh, exactly. we, since we can't keep it, we gonna make sure y'all motherfuckers can't keep it. That's Same true. way they did Obama when he got out of fucking office. Yeah. They fucked that shit up before he left. Yeah. All the shit that he did do right. They yeah. trying to destroy it. And they trying to destroy anything that his legacy left. Yeah. Because they don't want him to have that credit for fixing some of this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was some other things that he could have did. Uh-huh. A lot of things he did. Yeah. But then there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that he already did that they trying to discredit him for. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no big political motherfucker like that. I just call it bullshit when I see it, though. Exactly. And that's what this is, man. We just need to we need to break our minds free and know that the game ain't honestly it ain't about racism. It was excellent president. It ain't about it ain't about you know what I mean hating prejudice towards one another. It's it that's a problem in there. Yeah. But them things are to be illusion mm-hmm. by the the societal standards of yeah. what's really going on. Because up there, they don't give a fuck about what color you is. As long as they got control over you, yeah. it really don't fucking matter. And that's what it breaks down to. It breaks down to classism. But, you know, being so petty with this global system of white supremacy is just, you know, it has poor whites and working class whites thinking that their problems derive from these blacks, these Mexicans. Yeah, it has that's us it. thinking that. And it's not. that's, that's not the problem. It's the problem is... You have these wealthy fucking trillionaires out here. That's right. You know, manipulating every fucking thing in these huge corporations and businesses running our government. Yeah. But you still want to sit up here and talk about Mexicans taking your job. <laughs> Motherfucker, please. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the Mexicans out there picking beans and water. Yeah, like you going to be out here picking beans yeah. and water, man. Yeah. That's like, that's fuck it. out of here. That's it. That's, that's the job you want? Yeah. <laughs> you want the house cleaning job? Yeah. You, know, you want the... Uh, you want the motherfucking gardening job? Exactly. You want the roofing job? Yeah, or you got the brother roof is working security. You go you, yeah. you, you out here want to make $9 an hour yeah. watching a fucking warehouse. <laughs> like, you know, people tell, they believe you anything they tell you, man. Exactly. It's like, you know, a job, no. You just 
Not at all. Not at all. They do though. Yeah, yeah. They ain't ashamed because they came. They know where they came from. It's just a cultural thing. Because see that nine dollars. where they came from. Yeah. That nine dollars up here. They taking that shit, sending it right back home. Yeah, sending it right back home. They built mansions and shit. That's twenty one dollars there. Exactly. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think the nine. Exactly. Because they know what it is. That's they ain't fucking they, stupid. And that's what it boils down to. System. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. And that's what it boils down to. But, um, you know, this uh, this opioid, opioid epidemic is disgusting. Um, but, you know, it really shows me that there is a system in place to protect white folks. Um, you know, just with the options that they have out here. But, you know, this is like, I just want my listeners to go do their research and look at, you know, the three strike laws or how hard the laws came down on black men and women for, you know, rock cocaine, rock, you know, crack rock versus powder cocaine. So do that research and then look at how they're being so so softball on this heroin epidemic. I, I totally agree, man. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Because soft cocaine was a white man drug. Yeah, it was a white rock man drug. Rock cocaine was a black man drug. Yeah, because you could yeah. dilute it with baking soda or cut it with quinine or whatever, or lactose. And uh, then, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Who the fuck learned how to, you know, rock it up? Yeah. Exactly. Who who taught Freeway Rick? You know what I'm saying? How to do that? He told you. He told you the government. Yeah. He told. Yeah. He did tell us. You know, even on that documentary on Netflix, he told us. You know, just how shadowy figures came in and taught taught him. You know what I'm saying? Bringing. Oh, you can bring this much cocaine in, and then you can make. You know, you can stretch a brick more by cutting it and cooking it. With bacon soda and rock it up and get the same high as if you snorted because back in the day before they learned about the baking soda or before it was introduced, people used to have to use uh, not methane. I can't remember what it was, but it was an expensive. Uh, yeah, it was something and it was very flammable because that's how um, Richard Pryor. Yeah, Richard Pryor got yeah. burned up Smoking because he was free basing. Yeah, because he was free basing, but it was something highly flammable. I don't know what it was. Methane, it might have been ethanol, something. It was something so expensive to get it to rock up and smoke it, but it was so flammable, people would be burning up and shit, and that's how Richard Pryor burnt up. Yeah, but so you look at the disparity between rock cocaine and powder cocaine, and then you look at the softball shit that's happening now and all this treatment they talking about they learned from. It's crazy how all of a sudden they learned from the war on drugs after all these black men and women been locked up and they got the slave prison population going on right now making panties and making fucking motherboards for computers and shit like that but niggas can't get degrees in jail you know what I'm saying they stopped that shit and that's just the craziest shit but anyway yeah exactly you only got five years exactly you only got five years of having two rocks you know got the, the yellow tops two for five that's you know we gonna give you five years you know but that's been selling hope like dope 